Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our lexi for this week is yenisis. I imagine you can deduce the meaning of yenisis, but in case you're stumped, the word means genesis or beginning. And in my estimation, difficult to fully explain the breadth and depth of this word. I guess it's a pretty important one if it's the very first written word in the most read book in the world, the Bible, and that according to businessinsider.com. Let us extrapolate genesis from there specifically the Old Testament, which starts out, in the beginning. In the beginning was the harmony of creation. Friends, everything begins and is created somewhere and somehow. In everything, there is a beginning. And according to Plato, he said and taught, the beginning is the most important part of the work. The Latin word Genesis is derived from the Greek yigneste, meaning to be born. The spirit of the word Genesis is associated with so much positivity and opportunity. The beginning offers a clean new slate, a completely new, fresh, unscathed, untouched palette to paint in any way you wish. There are many examples of the beginning or being born, but my two favorite births are those of babies and ideas. Monet Moutreur said, all birth is beautiful. I say from experience, when it comes to babies being born, there is something miraculous about bringing another human being into the world. Same, but of course different, is the parallel for a new idea. The beginning of a journey that possibly transforms, inspires, unites, empowers, enlightens, and encourages. This is my idea for the Kefi Life podcast, to inspire your whole person journey, culminating in positive energy and vitality. It's my intention to demonstrate how your well-being, health, and happiness all begins with you. It begins with the one looking in the mirror and reflecting on what needs to be done and changed or added for a life of Ola Gala all is well. Introducing the brand new QuadPod Podcast Network. At QuadPod, we have a variety of podcasts that are as unique as you. When you visit quadpod.com, You'll see our shows listed by category as well as average episode length. Find a new podcast at qodpod.com, the QuadPod Podcast Network. That's qodpod.com. Yasas, thank you for stopping by today. The topic of conversation is my Kefi life and the mind-body-soul inspiration, the beginning. It's taken me about 20 years, thousands of tries and relentless efforts to fine-tune a lifestyle that is healthy, wealthy, and wise. Couldn't resist that one. I'm wealthy when I have healthy, and I'm wise when I increase in knowledge. As a wife of nearly 28 years, the mother of four, and a Renaissance person by nature, my good friend Evelyn calls me the roadrunner because I'm always on the go, I particularly adhere to the wealthy is healthy and wise mindset. My mother, Katerina, I'll refer to her a lot in this podcast, during her lifetime, practiced a growth lifestyle. And furthermore, she was always on the hunt for the healthiest, most natural way to live. 
she especially sought out the tenets of healthy living, which did not especially appeal to me during my tweens, teens, and 20s, but eventually began to grow on me as I aged and as my life increased with numerous obligations. Ekaterina was way ahead of her time in that she knew then what is now becoming the future of medicine and healthcare. She understood the power of Greek medicine. Research shows that medical thinking and observation were radically changed by the ancient Greeks, one of their greatest legacies to the world. Let's travel back to the 5th century BC when a Greek doctor, Hippocrates of Kos, put forward his clinical observation of men, women, and children in a collection of case histories known as the epidemics. Among his principles was the maxim, do not harm, recommending a course of action which is worthwhile, helpful, or useful. It will do no harm to try until we found the one which suited the patient best. He continued, read the past, diagnose the present, foretell the future, practice these acts. As to diseases, make a habit of two things, to help or at least to do no harm. So who is this ancient superhero Hippocrates of Kos? Considered the greatest of Greek physicians, he's famous for systematizing medicine, and he founded the greatest school of physicians. He based his medical practice on observations and on the study of the human body. He held the belief that illness had a physical and a rational explanation. He rejected the views of his time that considered illness to be caused by superstitions and possession of evil spirits and displeasure of the gods. Now, these next two statements are very, in, are very important and in alignment with the Kefi lifestyle. Number one, Hippocrates believed that body must be treated as a whole and not just as a series of parts. Number two, the natural healing process of rest, a good diet, fresh air, and cleanliness contribute to good health. Distinctly, scholars say that Hippocrates accurately described disease symptoms and was the first physician to correctly define the symptoms of pneumonia as well as epilepsy in children. He noted that there were individual differences in the severity of disease symptoms and that some persons were better able to cope with their disease and illness than others. Hippocrates was the first to hold the belief that thoughts, ideas, and feelings come from the brain and not the heart, as others of his time believed. His dogma was one in sync with how environment, diet, and lifestyle could contribute to ill health. He underscored kindness, gentleness, and cleanliness in his treatments. And he ensured that practitioners operated in a professional way, including keeping medical records for each patient. Remarkably, it was Hippocrates who developed the idea of prognosis, a detailed record-keeping for many patients, which enabled physicians to know the likely path an illness would take. Prognosis is a part of doctors' vernacular to this very day. During his time practicing medicine, Hippocrates traveled throughout Greece, and he founded a medical school on the island of Kos in Greece, and he began teaching his ideas there. Soon thereafter, he developed an oath of medical ethics for physicians to follow. Presently, this oath is taken by physicians as they begin their medical practice. The weight and credence of Hippocrates' beliefs and teachings inspire and ring true to this very day. Some of the most revered doctors of this millennia embrace the whole mind-body-soul-wellness equation that this ancient physician did. The likes of Dr. Andrew Weil, MD, whom my mother introduced me to three decades ago, 
is one whom shares the whole person healthcare approach. Dr. Weil's credentials also formidable. He is a world-renowned leader and pioneer in the field of integrative medicine, a healing approach to healthcare, which encompasses the body, the mind, and the spirit. He merged his Harvard medical education and biology studies with a lifetime of practicing natural and preventative medicine. So he's not just an alternative physician with an opinion. Dr. Weil is an MD who, after living and studying traditional medicine, has researched the conclusion that healing and good health are more than meds and Western clinical philosophies. His principles were personified during his travels to North and South America and Africa, collecting lots of information on drug use in other cultures, medicinal plants, and alternative methods of treating disease. He's the founder and director of the Andrew Weil Center for Integrative Medicine and the founder and co-owner of the awesome True Food Kitchen Restaurants. Now, I've eaten at True Foods in Chicago many times, and until the launching of this podcast, I was not aware of the fact that Dr. Weil is the founder, and that is so interesting to me. You learn something new every day, and honestly, it's, it's so intriguing that this doctor combined his medical background and love of health and wellness to create a restaurant concept. As far as I know, there are 15 locations all over the country. They each feature dishes that are closely adhering to the principles of Dr. Dr. Weil's anti-inflammatory diet, which is so cool. So you go in there, the food's delicious, but it's also good for you. Uh, delicious flavors, healthy nutrients. You become environmentally aware. It's a very inviting atmosphere if you visit True Foods. My all-time favorite filling, yummy, low-calorie, densely nutrition, to my amazement dish, is the spaghetti squash. And I, I have to emphasize this because I order it every single time. And it just tastes like a cheesy lasagna with tomato sauce. I, I love this one. It's only 400 calories, but it tastes like a thousand. And it's good for you. So I really like it. Dr. Weil is the author of numerous books. A couple that come to mind are Eight Weeks to Optimum Health, Mind Over Meds, and The Natural Mind. So you see, having an education and combining it with the love of a personal gift can lead you in many wonderful directions. This too is health. It's the mindset and philosophy that can be shared with so many different people in so many different ways. Michelangelo did. Sculptor, painter, autonomous, poet. The gift of creativity was bestowed upon him so he could share ideas and inspire the world. Without Michelangelo, we wouldn't have the Sistine Chapel to embody the Renaissance period or the David, the world's most famous sculpture to inspire us to mold our ideas. Therefore, wellness is more than a manifestation of what we eat or how we exercise. It's also fulfilling that gift in you and expressing talent in a multitude of venues or avenues, unleashing your gift on the world so that as a result, you and we, the benefactors, grow in every way. Hippocrates, Michelangelo, Dr. Dr. Weil, they each edify us with their teachings and talents, which by the way, were not perfected overnight. These great thinkers progressed in perfection during a compilation of many little things learned over a period of time. Similarly, if we want to feel good, be good, and do good, then we might assume the same paradigm. One day, a friend asked Michelangelo what work he had done on a certain statue since he had seen it last. I have touched this, polished that, softened this feature, brought out that muscle, answered Michelangelo. But these are such little things, said the friend. Yes, they are, answered Michelangelo, but it is the little things that make perfection, and perfection is not a little thing. 
My friends in Kefi, day by day and little by little, it is possible to cultivate and create a life of Ola Kala all as well. The most important thing is to begin. Begin the journey of harmonizing the whole person. Ask yourself, one day or day one? Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the Law Offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. When I was a teenager, and throughout my life for that matter, I have at various times routinely kept a daily journal. I can't say that I've been annually consistent with this practice, but when I am, I get more done and I worry less about the day. The day flows better, and it's just remarkable how writing down my thoughts and feelings and tasks to do will cause me to efficiently complete the task or work on a project. Journaling is an excellent way to get thoughts and ideas out of your head and onto paper. This action relieves the stress of overthinking the day and replaces it with action. As a graduate of the School of Integrative Nutrition, journaling is just one of the tools we're taught to obtain mental peace. And I recently produced a notebook called Morning Papers. This notebook is for the sole purpose to spend 15 minutes before the day begins to get the big and important things one needs to do or work on down on paper. Now, each morning, I do spend 15 minutes writing down the most important things I need to accomplish, which saves me hours of frustration. Journaling is known to help you achieve your goals. That's for sure. You can also reflect on things said and done, but did you know that it also boosts memory? Most notably, journaling can be a keepsake, a way to reflect on day-to-day life, uh, life and record milestones, big and small. Currently, my journal includes mentions of the colleges that my son is being recruited by to play football. I love to look at the pages and see who's calling. If the idea of getting your thoughts onto paper sounds smart, my morning papers journal will soon be for sale on Amazon. But in the meantime, you can write down your thoughts on any bound book or notebook that has blank pages. The rules for journaling are not hard and fast. Just be consistent, have fun, and do the best you can with time. Five to 30 minutes will do whatever works for you. It's ola kala, all is well, when you inspire creativity and organize your thoughts onto paper. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.